Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Matt for Behind the Gloves in association with Eshtan Boxing. I'm delighted to be joined by former professional boxer BJ Flores, current trainer of one of the most talked about figures in boxing at the minute, and that is Jake Paul. BJ, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. That's an incredible view you've got in the background there, my friend. <laughs> this, wow. this side, this this side's okay, but I like this side better. Check it out. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> oh you're killing me! Yeah. Pick, pick a side. <laughs> the, the second side, much better. <laughs> I like the water too. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Everything good? Yeah, it's all good. It's all good over here. I've not got as good a view as you, but it's one of them things. <laughs> um. Reason for me wanting to talk to you, I know you responded to one of the stories that I think Behind the Gloves put out about what it would take for um, calling your fighter Jake, Jake Paul to be accepted in boxing. So what I wanted to start with was, how did this all come about? How did you get to start working with Jake? They brought me in as a sparring partner, like about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And me and Jake sparred, I think, two or three times. And uh, I, just, I just, I started helping him, like on the mitts, helping him... Uh, you know, just, just punch better, uh, work behind his left hand more, work behind his left jab. He had a good left hand. I was surprised. And I, and I was also surprised how tough he was. I, I, I didn't think he'd be like how he was. So um, I started like putting a little time into him, like on his, on, on his technique, how he punched, um, how, how he holds his hands, his head movement, things like that. And then um, he kept me on as a mitt guy, even after we were done sparring. We didn't spar anymore. And we just, I worked his mitts and the pads and did a lot of like film study with him um, in the mornings and uh, helped Shane before the fight with uh, with Gibb when we were in Big Bear. So, mm-hmm. and then after that fight, he contacted me to train him. So, what were them spars like? Things obviously you've been in with the likes of many of the UK fans on late when you came over here, fought Tony Bellew. Um, yeah. What were them spars like? Did you get a sense of there's something in this kid that um, yeah can progress and do something? Because obviously. We know the sort of stick he gets from people who just like oh, it's YouTube boxing, but what did you see in him when you had that spa? Did you see that, you know, he can do something a bit different? Um, the same thing that everybody sees when they spar him, 
um, from Jaleon Love to Jean Pascal to Ahmed Eliobi, 20 and 1, to Rob Zafar to, you know, um, Ronald Ellis, who fights David Benavides this weekend. The same thing everybody sees him when they spar. He's a tough kid. Um, he punches hard. He's got good speed. He's got a lot of good natural attributes. And, uh, you know, everybody sees it who gets in there with him, except for the, the people who are on the outside don't see it yet, but they will. So um, he's, just, he's a tough kid. He's got a good chin. He's got good power. He's got good speed. Uh, he listens really well. He takes uh, takes instruction really well, and uh, he's just he's 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 a tough kid. Like he's a, he's going to be a handful for anybody. He'd be a handful for a lot of the, the up and coming pro guys that are also you know under ten fights at at 175 pounds. He'd be a handful for all of them too. But these MMA guys are just they have no idea what they're getting into. It's it's it's, it's going to be bad. So um, I'm just trying to stay quiet about it. Coming on to the MMA guys, um, April 17th, Atlanta. He's going against Ben Askren. Now, Ben Askren is he's a, a combat athlete. You know, he's known more for a wrestling side of things, but it's, it's obviously it's a step up from what he has been facing. How yeah. do you see this fight going, obviously, from your perspective? Is this, is this going to be a, a short night's work? Because a lot of people are saying, Jake Paul will knock this guy out. And I'm like, well, you know, he's stepping up, and if you, you call him a YouTuber, but he's going to beat this combat guy up. Sort of a bit yeah, he of a will. Prediction. So not- what's going to happen? He's knocking him out for sure. There's no question about it. Uh, I'll be I'll be shocked if the fight goes into the third round. I think it'll end in the first or second round. Um, there's there's no way there's no possible way Ben will get into the third round. There's no chance. So, as a, as a as a trainer, although you've got that prediction, is it although it's good that you know in your opinion that it'll get him out of there quickly. Do you want to see him go rounds? Do you want to see him go deep so you can basically see a bit more of him and to get get more seasoning if he wants to take on a better level of opponent. I would, but this fight's not going to be the one to take him more rounds, you know. Um, I think there's there's other fights down the road that Jake will go more rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he'll have to use his tools and use his weapons, but Ben doesn't bring enough to the table, and I'm just being honest. I'm not being rude. I'm just being honest. He does not bring enough to the table. Offensively, defensively, um, anything, it'll bring enough to the table to make it into the, into the third round. He doesn't. So, uh, he's going to be surprised. Everyone in his camp's going to be surprised. Uh, it is what it is. You know, they just, you, you, you can't, you can't do something. You can't accurately comment on things you don't know about. And he just doesn't know. And, uh, it's like, it's like me taking, you know, Jake and putting him in the, in the UFC cage and saying, Oh, you know, he's going to, he's going to beat him. It's just, it's unrealistic. So I, you know, respect Ben's, uh, his heart for trying to come in and, and trying to, you know, I just hope he shows up. That's all I care about. So. Uh, as long as Ben shows up, uh, he won't make it in the third round. I know it's early to, early to say, uh, and you're uh, very early days with him, but in terms of the big picture, what is what is he wanting to achieve out of this? Is he wanting to get the respect of the boxing world as a, I've come into this sport, give it my all, respect me now kind of thing? Or is he wanting to say, but slowly build up to then get a huge name to try and really put his, you know, skills on display and put himself to the test. What's he wanting to gain out of it? I mean, I think Jake just wants to put on good fights and good entertaining fights with yeah. people who don't think that he has any chance to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to fight UFC guys and MMA guys because they have much bigger following than professional boxers. If there are other professional boxers out there with big followings, then, you know, they, they, they would be in the equation, no question about it. But Jake just wants to go after like big name guys and just pick them off. And uh, 
the long-term goal, I can't exactly say. Um, you know, he'd love to fight someone like Conor McGregor in the boxing ring. He'd love to fight, you know, you got Floyd Mayweather already calling him out. So it's like, it's just, it's kind of hard to describe the the level of success he's already had after two pro fights. Like, and to be honest with you, he, he hasn't even shown anything yet. Like, people have no idea what he can do. Like, I, I do because I've been with him 18 months now and I know, like, what he can do. But people have no idea. And it's just, uh, it's funny to me. <laughs> you know, I know the guys that I'm bringing into camp to spar with him and, and the work he's doing with them and how competitive and how tough he is. And just to see people talk about him like, oh, he's a, He's a YouTube and all that. Um, it just makes me laugh. Like, it's funny. And uh, people just, you know, people just are really ignorant sometimes. And that's okay. But it's just, uh, it's just funny. So uh, 2021 will be a massive year for our entire team. Um, you know, it's going to be big and it's going to be something that is, uh, you know, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be. Yeah. Because even, because even Eddie Hearn, although he was a bit dismissive of him as a boxer said, you know, Jake, you know, Jake Paul can actually fight. He can have, he can have the tear up in the fight. And obviously, you're seeing something in him that nobody else sees because you're with him on the day to day. Was that playing to your advantage then for when you get later down the line and you can sort of pop up and go, "I told you so." I mean, it's it, for me. It's not so much about saying "I told you." It's just for Jake, you know, being able to prove um, against against big name guys like what he's able to do because people. People just dismiss him when they hear his name or they're like, oh, there's no way he can he'd be competitive with, with someone like that. But, I mean, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. And, uh, you know, just he's going to knock out Ben. And then whoever we fight after that, he's going to knock out also. Um, mentally, he's in a really good place. Physically, he's, he's in a perfect place. And uh, his sparring partners, every time out, they all have a very, very tough go. And you put those little gloves on them and you take the headgear off. I'm telling you, Ben Askren has no chance. None. Is he, he, has no, he has no chance to knock out Jake. Ben has no chance to knock out Jake. He has, doesn't have the power. He doesn't have the technique. He doesn't have anything to not be able to possibly potentially knock out Jake. He doesn't have the defense. doesn't have anything. Um, Jake will outpoint and beat the brakes off Ben until he knocks him out. He's got every advantage in the fight. Um, he's bigger. He's bigger than Ben. Um, he's stronger than Ben. He hits a lot harder than Ben. He's way faster than Ben. And uh, believe it or not, he's probably got a better chin than Ben. So, um, you know, I've, I've seen him sparring a lot of guys over the last 18 months and, you know, guys that Ben probably couldn't do a round or two with. And I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just, I'm just keeping it 100%. Uh, you know, just there's no possible way Ben could, you know, um, you know, go rounds with any of the guys that we spar on a daily basis. So uh, I'm not coming in um, uh, overconfident. I'm just being realistic. Like, he, there's nothing he can do to keep – uh, to keep Jake off of him and everyone's got this perception that he's going to be chasing Jake and coming at Jake and Jake's going to be moving and Jake's not going to be moving. He's going to come right to Ben and uh, it's going to be a short night. One thing we do know about Jake is, uh, I think you alluded to this in, um, I think you mentioned in, in the Google searches, he's one of the most searched people, you know, in the world, worldwide at the minute, especially in the boxing game. Every, from our point, my point of view, every video I see on my YouTube recommended is Jake Paul does this, Jake Paul calls out. <laughs> he drives numbers, and especially with the backing of Triller, who are now putting yeah. me down for fights, and they're now stepping into it. From a, a professional boxer's point of view, like you had, you know, your career, is it strange looking at the state of boxing now 
and how things work and how everything is so driven by numbers and the things they do online. So obviously, Jake Paul's an enterprise in himself. The call-outs, you know, just generate his value. Is it strange looking at how everything works these days? No, I don't think so. I like um, I like the way it's evolving. I think it makes sense. You know, Jake moves the needle. And uh, obviously, any any producer, any promoter, any television guy is going to see that and think this is this is a no-brainer, you know? I got a guy out here who everybody wants to watch and everybody wants to search and everybody wants to see fight. I mean, what, what do I got to do to get this guy? And that's kind of the situation Jake's in right now. And uh, it didn't, he didn't just wake up and it was like this. I mean, he's been working his ass off for the last, you know, 18 months. He really has. I've been with him since last December and we're going on, you know, like I said, 17, 18 months now. And I've been with him probably every day, except for maybe three or four weeks over the last year and a half. And he's, He's constantly, constantly working. He's constantly trying to get better. We're constantly working, whether we got a fight scheduled or not. Like we just, he just knows he's got a long way to go. And I never let him think his, he's got a, he's got a potential that he can reach and then he's not going to get any better. I always let him know that we got a we we can get so much better every day. We got so much more to go, even though he's doing so good already. So he's just got such a big upside. Um, with his with his natural uh, abilities, um, his speed, his power. I mean, he's he's in the top one or two percentile of people um, with just natural ability. As far as if you put a hundred thousand people in a room, there's only going to be you know less than less than a thousand that are naturally as gifted as him. You know what I mean? At a, I mean, and if you put a million people in the room, you, you you're probably more like you got about maybe. 200 to 300 to 400 people that are just like naturally as athletic and as powerful and as strong and faster. So I've already got, you know, some major advantages with the work ethic that he's got and how hard he works. He's got some good natural ability that I just try to not even talk about because it's just a real surprise for everybody that gets in with him. It was a surprise for me when I got in with him and, you know, I've been in three world championship fights and uh, I've been in, you know, 15 North American championship fights. And I was surprised that I was surprised at how he was. I was. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So I'm just going to keep it quiet and let these guys find out the hard way. And uh, <laughs> I like the way the sport's going, though. I like I like how he's he's getting, um, you know, great offers and opportunities because he takes it serious. Um, there's there's zero messing around in our training camp. And uh, we we do we're on the same schedule every day because I feel like there's a lot of strength. Um, there's a lot of strength and there's a lot of power that you can get from consistency. And I feel like when you're consistent every day over and over and over and over and over again, and you add up all those days and all those hours and all those sacrifices over time, I, I feel like it makes fights much easier. He, he's, he's fully grasped. That too. So um, we're consistent. There's no, there's no bullshit. Everybody's working. Everybody's on the same page. And we, we run his house like a professional camp. And that's how we do it. And that's it. That's the only way to do it. And uh, he's all aboard. Did that surprise you at all, though? Because obviously, he's making money. You know, if if Lance, if Lance's lifestyle, he's he's a businessman. Did that surprise you that he's gone from that world and being so dedicated and that his work ethic is so high? Did that did that surprise you that he's taking it that seriously? Um, I'm not gonna say it surprised me. Hold on, okay. I'm not gonna say it surprised me. It definitely didn't surprise me because when I was in Big Bear with him, uh, he was already working hard out there, but. Yeah, I've just seen some little shifts and some little, uh, uh, some little uh, changes he's made over the last maybe twelve to six months. Also, that it just 
it, it just makes his life. Um, it's going to make his life in 10 years from now, even better. Um, just little, little small things, uh, from, you know, kind of cutting down the circle of people that, uh, that how many people he, he hangs around with all the time and making those, those circles a little smaller and, and being more, um, uh, being a little more attentive to what's going on in the training and, and paying a little closer attention and just working a little harder here and there. He always worked hard, but I mean, it's just, I mean, I can't, I can't say enough about how hard he works every day. I can't like, I just, you couldn't work any harder. And uh, the amount of rest he gets and the people that he's got around him and the doctors that he's got helping him and make sure that he heals properly and just, just everything. I mean, I just, I mean, I mean, I don't even know where to start. I mean, every aspect of, of the training camp, we do a hundred percent and uh, you know, we, we, we got a good group of guys with us. Um, Jacob Chavez, my, my former trainer, um, myself, uh, a couple other key components we put in, um, into place on, on the, with this training camp and that are on the team now. And Jake's going to be, uh, he's going to be a handful for anybody that, that gets in there with him. Yeah. It sounds like he's got a proper like camp life set up from what you're telling me. Um, yeah. with, all, with all the noise he's making and all the names that have been mentioned, I mean, just run through a few, you meant, we mentioned Conor McGregor, um, I think Dylan Dennis, one of Connor's, um, no, sorry, yeah, one of Connor's, um, I think sparring partners, and just, you know, another you, all the UFC fighters that you've mentioned, and more recently, Tommy Fury, um, Tyson Fury's brother. Um, another name that's been mentioned, Nate Diaz. Is that a fight you'd be keen to see? Would you like to see him and Nate go out? Because Nate's been known for, I can't remember, I think someone said that Nate sparred with like the likes of Sean Porter and stuff like that. Would you like to see him in with a, a Nate Diaz? I'd love that. I think Nate's a, a, got a great name. He's a very tough fighter. Uh, you know, he's not a boxer, but he's got boxing skills. He definitely does. Um, so I think that'd be a great fight. I wouldn't mind fighting Nate next. I really wouldn't. Um, Jake's ready for Nate. And uh, I'm sure Nate thinks he's ready for Jake. So um, Nate Diaz could be next 100%, uh, unless someone better comes along. The Dylan Dennis name, I don't even really like talking about him because he doesn't really want to fight Jake. We offered him a huge, massive a uh, number for the fight before we, we got the fight with Ben Askren. We offered Dylan Dennis a, just as big of a number, and he's always just got an excuse, and yet you can't keep Jake's name out of his mouth. So I don't even like talking about him because he really doesn't want to fight, um, but he just likes to talk and stay relevant on the, on the Internet. But, uh, you know, Nate could fight. Uh, Connor definitely uh, would be a great fight. Uh, Tommy Fury down the road, maybe he, he could work too, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know much about him, but uh, – He's got a great name and a great, uh, you know, obviously it comes from a fighting family. Yeah. I don't know much about him besides that, but I know he comes from a good family. And uh, Tyson Fury is one of my favorite heavyweights. Like, I actually called the fight on NBC with Tyson Fury and C. Cunningham. And yeah. uh, I, I fell in love with Tyson at the fighters' meetings for the interviews because he was just such yeah. a charismatic, funny, hilarious guy on the fighters' meetings. And I just couldn't believe how, how funny he was. And I couldn't wait to watch him fight. And <laughs> I could fight a little bit. So it was fun to see that. And uh, he's always been one of my favorites. Just jumping off topic then, since uh, you brought Tyson into the equation, uh, obviously the biggest fight in British boxing history looks like it's on the verge of being made. Um, it's going to be huge worldwide as well. Um, Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Um, I know you just mentioned how much you like Tyson. How do you see that fight going? How do you see it panning out with everything that's happened with you know both fighters' journeys over the years? Uh, Joshua's a very good fighter. Um, I love Joshua too. I think he's very, very good. Uh, he, he's just, he's, he's everything you like in a fight. He's strong. He's big. He's athletic. He's fast. He's clean cut. 
He looks the part, everything. He just, you know, what else could you possibly want? But you got that one little X factor with Tyson Fury that just like refuses to lose. And, you know, Tyson Fury's not going to fight Anthony Joshua like Andy Ruiz did. It's not going to be the same type of fight at all. So I don't think uh, Tyson Fury is going to knock Anthony Joshua out, but I feel like Tyson Fury's left hand will take control. And I feel like just his toughness and everything uh, will take control of the fight down the stretch. Uh, but I feel like it'll be very competitive early. I think Joshua will be very competitive. The first six rounds will be very close. Yeah. Um, and I think Tyson, Tyson Fury will pull it off down the stretch with his left hand, his left jab. Um, but you've also still got to be careful for Anthony Joshua's power. He's got good power. He can punch. Uh, but I think just getting to Tyson Fury is the problem that everybody has, getting to him, you know, with that wingspan, with the, with the, with the taunts and the feints that he uses, how he uses spacing and distance to separate himself from his opponents and he walks fighters into his shots and he comes forward and presses you sometimes, but you know, you still can't hit him. It's, it's, it's really a frustrating thing fighting Tyson Fury. And I think it's one of those things where it looks like something outside the ring. Once you get in there with them, you're mm -hmm. like, shit, this is nothing what it looks like on video. And uh, you know, a lot some fighters are like that. And uh, Tyson Fury is one of them. Yeah. I always like into it as um, he's like a heavyweight that moves like a welterweight. It's yeah, incredible the way it really is. the mobility of him um, for that, but it should be a great fight. Um, you've also mentioned as well, I think before, um, tell me if I'm wrong, that you think pound for pound at the minute, Canelo Alvarez is number one. Um, no question. Yeah, um, can't disagree with you there. I think his resume speaks for itself. So the fight that's just been yeah. made now is Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Saunders. Although it's a good fight. It's a really good fight. What's your opinion uh, on the fight? So he said Billy Joe Saunders, although he's been inactive, um, yeah. really good boxing IQ, um, and everyone was thinking this is going to be one of Canelo's you know, trickier opponents. How do you see yeah. that fight going? I think it's going to be more competitive than people think. You know, People don't know who Billy Joe Saunders is, and he's very, very good. He's very sharp, and he really excels and boxes even better with guys who come forward. But Canelo's not just a, like, a, like a guy who comes forward and steps and, and, and kind of like kind of plods forward. He's not one of those guys. Yeah. He's, he's a sharpshooter himself. Uh, you know, some people like good friends of mine think that, you know, Canelo's going to dominate him and beat him. I don't think that. I think, I think he's going to outbox uh, Canelo. I think uh, Billy Joe Saunders will be able to outbox Canelo at times. And I feel like he'll make the rounds very competitive. But I just I can never pick against uh, Canelo at this moment. He's just proven too much. Billy Joe Saunders in activity, um, the the southpaw style. I don't think it's really going to affect uh, Canelo too much. He's been in with everybody. Um, you know, I like Canelo in the fight, but I, I think it's competitive. I do, and it uh, just kind of depends what Billy Joe Saunders has been doing for the last 18 months, where he hasn't been fighting that much. Like if he hasn't been in the gym and hasn't been training consistently, then it's going to be one-sided for Canelo. But if he's been, you know, keeping sharp, staying in there, sparring, getting ready for other things that maybe maybe fell through through the pandemic, and he's been getting ready and staying in the gym, then it'll be it'll be competitive. At least it will early. Yeah, it's one of them fights that I think um, I've wanted to see for a few years. I think stylistically, it makes for a really good matchup, and it'll be more competitive, I think, than a lot of people think. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, listen, thank much appreciate you giving you giving me some of your time. I know you guys are busy, like you're enjoying a good life yeah. over there. Um, and yeah, we look forward to seeing how Jake's journey progresses, especially from the boxing standpoint. So yeah, appreciate your time. April 17th, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren on Triller. Check it out. And uh, 
We'll talk soon. Thanks for having me on. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.